episode 11. Hey, Bruce, good to be back up here. How oh, you doing? Okay. Uh, well, you know what? You know how I'm doing. I'm doing a little rough today. Bruce, you've been having a bad day? I've been having a great day. Um, but that included a whole lot of drinks on the dock in the afternoon. And uh, <laughs> and uh, we left the dock to... to uh, we had this nice young couple come visit us, and we went out to do some water skiing. It was my first time on skis this summer. First time since I broke my ankle in the winter. And uh, I actually did quite well compared to the uh, 20-something-year-old who was out there as well. But uh, we got back and sat on the deck dock, sorry, had several beers and drinks, including the uh, Cottage Tech uh, Episode 10, uh, Frozen Grapes. Uh, they, paddled, they paddled back to their place. We uh, drove, because uh, uh, one of us who wasn't drinking drove, uh, over to uh, Lightning Mike's, and we had a couple beers there. And then uh, we went back to see uh, Peter, who wasn't around, so I stopped in at Brian's and had a... Uh, a Crown Royal uh, <clears throat> rye straight up with a beer chaser, or was that the other way around? Nonetheless, I'm, do- still- I'm doing great, but I think I should hand this over to Cliff because, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just it's it's difficult for me to talk. Hey, we had we had a good. Hey, by the way, Bruce, coming into uh, coming into the cottage this weekend, I got, I got to tell you, I got great respect for you, man. You know, in this day of ecology and the energy efficiency and the environment and all this sort of stuff. Really? And, you know, of course, the the unconven- inconvenient truth or whatever it is. I got to give you credit. I, I I got great respect for that new green roof you're growing, just like in the city. You know, where like you put the, the the dirt down on the roof and you grow the plants there and it soaks up the rainwater and it's good for the environment and it cuts down on carbon and ozone and all that sort of stuff and returns oxygen to the air. I got to like that green roof, Bruce. You're, you're doing a good good thing for the environment. Well, uh, I'm, I'm glad you feel that way, Cliff. Uh, until you came down, I, I really wasn't totally aware of the green roof, though. And, you mean uh, you're not growing one? Uh, no, although... Now that you point it out to me, I think there may be a lucrative business here in the uh, in the world of wacky tobacco. But uh, no, I, I I actually you mean you're growing dope up there. I, I no, but I think there's a great possibility. No, there's a concept. You think the helicopters would see it? I, well, that's my whole point. I mean, it's under the trees. It's a canopy. I'm not sure they could pick that out. Now, there's an idea. But maybe you should uh, tell the listeners what you're talking about, because quite frankly, until you got down and pointed out to me, I was. Yeah, I didn't look skyward. I was always looking forward. So you're not really growing a green roof? I It wasn't the intent, but okay, apparently, then, having pointed out to me, i got to admit, it was pretty darn green up there, and there was some stuff that was about 12 inches high. Dude, I mean, the stuff tre- was you tall. you got trees growing in your rain gutters. Uh, apparently, that was the case. There's no doubt about it. It was... <laughs> I I don't know if it's embarrassing or not. You, should you so, get embarrassed if you have trees growing in your rain gutters? I'm not no, sure. No, but it's not that I don't already know the answer. But uh, how long has it been since you cleaned the gutters on the uh, on the cottage? Well, the right? last time I cleaned the gutters, in fact, uh, Cliff wasn't me. It was you. <laughs> and it, I I thought that was only two years ago. Okay, that was a long time ago, Bruce. The last I, time I'll I tell you, we had, we had about an inch of of mud in those gutters, decomposed with uh, some very lively greenery flowing up around the, the edges. Well, you realize, uh, of course, nice. there's only one way to clean those gutters out. Well, actually, there's two ways, Cliff. There was your way and my way. Yeah, but come on. I mean, let's let's face it. Your way, rubber glove. You take the you take you take the uh, the gutter helmets off, and you reach in there with a rubber glove, and you pull all the crud out, and you drop it over the edge. It it seemed like an ecological solution using minimal power it's, and energy. Yeah, but it's way too, um, how do you say this, menial? 
It kind of sucked. Yeah, it did, man. Okay. Like, I mean, like, where's the power tools? Well, I, you know what? And that's where you stepped in. Come on, Bruce. Look, let's face it. We got a pressure washer. I do look- have a pressure washer. It's been we down. Got a it's pressure been washer barely been used. And it's looking for a battle. It, it, it was. I've had this up here for three years, and I've barely used the darn thing. And all I can say off. is, once that bad boy came out of the crawl space, all I could hear was... Now, the first challenge was, how do you get a pressure washer up on a roof? Oh, simple. You tie an extension cord to the handle, and you, you haul it up. And I, I think what you told me was I shouldn't have plugged in that extension cord before I tied it on. Well, because it's about a foot and a half too short. And it all said power flowing to it when yeah, you were but that's, pulling that's, it up. Hey, we learned that from drilling holes in the dock. That we don't care about power and water. Okay, so anyway, uh, once I got that straightened out, we uh, tied the end of the extension cord to the power washer handle, and Cliff was up on the roof uh, with the help of a ladder, of course, and hauled it up onto the uh, onto the tiles or the shingles, whatever. Actually, you know something I realized, Bruce? Yeah. Your roof is sloped? It, it, very much so. In fact, it was designed at a fairly steep slope yeah. because of the the heavy uh, snowfalls up here. Yeah, and uh, and you know something else? What's that? The pressure washer has wheels. Yeah, it does. You know something? Guess what wheels do on a slope? They kind of go downhill. You got it, babe. Yeah. So once you got up on the roof, uh, we had a little bit of a problem. Challenge. It kept wanting to fall off. No, it just wanted to run down the roof. I guess it wanted to clean the gutters. Yeah. It was just anxious to get down to those edges. I think it was going to take the gutter right off. Yeah, I think it really just wanted to go for the uh, cannabis that was growing there. Uh, it's, it, it's a weed, man. Oh, it's, yeah, the weeds, sorry, the weeds. It was anxious for the weeds that were growing yes, there. Yes, it saw yeah. weeds. Yeah, no so, stems, no seeds? Yeah, exactly. So uh, I had to go up on the roof as well, and I'm not very good on heights. I really do not like heights. I do not like being... Well, come on, Bruce. We had weeds growing in the gutter. All we needed was a good height. Yeah, well, I do not like heights. I don't like being the edge of things where you look down and the ground is somewhere down below you. Okay. So anyway, my job job was to to be kind of the caddy to take this uh, pressure washer back and forth across a steep pitch roof while Cliff uh, used the uh, power nozzle to wash out the gutters. Hey, it did it. It, it. it did it big time. It absolutely did. And in the progress, we found that a couple of shingles had been blown off the roof. We had crap and crud flying all over the place. Yeah, and we also had a couple of shingles with rusty nails sticking out. So we had two jobs that came out of that. One was uh, Cliff uh, washing the gutters down and cleaning out all that, uh, th- that those weeds. And uh, I ended up going down to the crawl space, finding some uh, tar and uh, hammering a couple of nails, shingle nails in and tarring up so we didn't get some further problems developing on roof and leakage. Okay, okay, let me guess, Bruce. You, you you took a hammer, you went up on the roof, and you found those loose nails, and you hammered the tar out of them? I Yeah, that's one way to put it, and then I tarred them on top of that. Damn, you're good. I know I am. So we got the gutters cleaned out. <laughs> he, doesn't even to, he doesn't even have to retreat to that, I'll tell you. No <laughs> response. Damn, I'm good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and he didn't know what to say. Okay, yes, we got the gutters cleaned out. We did eventually. And, uh, and you know what? I got tired of him pushing this crud down a 40-foot gutter. So I finally went down to the edge myself. But Bruce, was my a pressure teeth, washer. Put on, put on my special rubber gloves from Newfoundland, which were designed for catching cod and pulling in the nets. And I scooped the crud out of it by hand and dumped a lot of it in the last 10 feet onto the ground because why wash it down 40 feet with a pressure washer when you can just stick your hand in and sloop it over the edge into the garden below? There's nutrients. You just want to harvest the weed out of the gutter. And exactly. You're practicing. 
And Cliff just wanted to use the damn power as much as he could. So anyway, I did the last 10, uh, 10 feet by hand, and then he washed the rest of it down 16 times because he just could not let go of that power washer. Hey, man, it's the, do you have any idea the power that thing has? Absolutely. It's got to be like 1,500 PSI, dude. You, you, now, one of the things it caution you of, and this is something you should be aware of, is people have done this and live to regret it. Uh, you know, if you get, your hands get dirty... Your feet get dirty. You do not want to wash them off with the power washer because along with the mud goes your first layer of skin, your second layer of skin, and your third layer of flesh. So you got to be really, really careful. So when I was cleaning my gloves off and Cliff said, oh, just put them on that log there. I'll spray them. <laughs> I tell yeah, you. It's, you have no sense of humor. You know, it's like uh, putting the apple on your head and saying, Cliff, here, Cliff, uh, take this uh, crossbow and see if you can shoot this apple off my head. I was really apprehensive. But he did uh, spray my gloves clean without uh, taking any skin off my hands. So. Yeah, but the big difference is, Bruce, I have experience with a pressure washer. I have no experience with a crossbow. Yeah, well, thank goodness. Hey, we got some peaches in the kitchen. Any chance I could get you to stand outside with one of them? I don't think so. Uh, lucky for you, we don't have a crossbow either. Mm-hmm. Hey, any chance you could stand on the outside with that, with that peach on your head and I could get the power washer? Uh, no, not likely. Oh, darn. Bruce, you're like no fun. Yeah, absolutely. So we got the roof done. Neither of us fell off the roof, and that's because we hadn't been drinking very much at that point. Uh, right now, we would not stand a chance. Uh, we started to trim a couple of trees. The bushes, we have had so much rain this summer, the trees are growing like crazy around the cottage. And we've got to cut back the uh, branches which are coming over the cottage, which cause uh, more crap to fall in the gutters. But also the shade builds up on the moss and uh, mold and everything else. And uh, we didn't get very far on that because, well, I talked about skiing earlier. And we had this very young lady and her boyfriend come down. And we decided to go out on the water and do a little bit of skiing. So we had a great episode out on the water. Uh, Our friend who, uh, again, we don't use real names, so we'll call him Matt. He went out and uh, did some slalom skiing, which he was amazing. Then I got up for the first time this year, first time since I've broken my ankle. And I was amazing, (laughs) if I do say so myself. And then we got up, uh, uh, again, we'll change names, we'll call her Nikki. And uh, Nikki uh, tried and tried. I was in the water with her, couldn't get her up. So we took her into the shallow water uh, on Karen's suggestion. And uh, (laughs) Matt actually positioned himself behind her, hands firmly planted on her buttocks. And as the boat hit it, he pushed her up. And heaven forbid, she got up out of the water, first time ever on skis, and and skied out of the bay. And it was a miraculous, uh, uh, you know, thing it was uh cliff caught it on camera and uh delivered a, a cd to her with the photos to prove that so all she I can could say is her bruce, friends that she all i can skied. say is bruce the smile on her face when she came up out of that water onto those skis was spectacular she was so proud of herself funny thing is i couldn't see matt anywhere well matt was left way behind and uh but it i mean i it think was, he was still underwater and uh, so <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> it was uh but it was a great event. So that was the afternoon, and kind of everything went downhill from there as far as productivity goes. So so we taught a newbie how to ski. Yes, that we did. Awesome. And we cleaned the uh, gutters, and the uh, the caution on that is be careful of the slanted roofs. I mean, you don't want to go up there when you've been drinking, obviously. And uh, and when you've got uh, tools on wheels, uh, you need somebody to hold on to them because they'll run off the roof. And uh, hauling things up by a uh, an extension cord, which was Cliff's idea, 
uh, is great as long as it's not plugged in. He taught me that lesson, so you want to be a little careful about that. Uh, so that, that was kind of the uh, the adventures today. I mean, we went we went down to Lightning Mike's, and by the way, uh, Lightning Mike got hit for the fifth time by lightning. Uh, rel- I mean, close, not direct hit. He's got he's got to set a record. He was across working on a, a neighbor's cottage over on the island, and uh, lightning struck and uh, knocked him on his ass once again. Uh, I saw him after that. His hands are blue. He was shaky. But quite frankly, that's because he was in Cuba for a week or two weeks with the, the all-inclusive, the free bar, and he drank for two weeks solid from morning till night. I don't so I, think I don't think the shaky blue skin had anything to do with lightning. I'll, I'll tell you, I I think the shaking had to do with withdrawal symptoms. But <laughs> there you go. But he also did get hit. I, I think it's five or six. I'm not sure. We've lost count. So lightning Mike got nailed again this summer, and uh, you know which wouldn't be a good summer at Six Mile Lake if lightning Mike didn't get hit by lightning. Uh, it's of course, unbelievable. he does have a bad habit of waiting until the storms roll in to take someone to put to get someone in the aluminum boat and head out across the yeah, inlet. Well, and that wasn't when he got hit, actually, but that's what he did as well. And uh, Environmental Annie was rather upset about that because he did have a local uh, uh, one of the locals around here wanted to get out the island, so he took the person out in the boat across in the storm with the lightning going. But they did make it across. That time he did not get hit. He got lucky. Yeah, it's because he wasn't waving a paddle in the air. I, I still think he should be waving a longer paddle in the air. Well, or at know, least a nine iron. Yeah, that's one way to do it. Hey, Cliff, we need a tool of the day. Well, you know, hey, we've it, 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 hey, we got some chainsawing done today, so it could be the chainsaw. Hey, hey that taught, was great. We taught it. We taught a newbie how to water ski. Outstanding. Uh, it could be the boat. I think it should be the skis. Oh uh, well, yeah, it could be the skis, but no, hey, come on, it's the skis aren't a power tool. Now, the boat's an awesome power tool, and, I mean, it's got horsepower coming out of the yin-yang. But to be honest, the, the, the job of the week, the job of the day, what we got done today, there was only one power tool. No question. The tool of the day has got to be the pressure washer. You've got to have a pressure washer at the cottage. I don't care if we're pumping off the lake and we're moving sediment. This bad boy fired out 1,500 PSI. Man, that bad boy cleans gutters. And this is just a, a lightweight one, actually. It plugs in the wall, doesn't even run on gasoline. It just runs on electricity. What? You, yeah, you can get you can get pressure washers. It doesn't that, run on gas? No, it doesn't. What the heck would I pull that cord for? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, wait, no, sorry, that's a chainsaw. Never mind, that was later. But you can get pressure washers that build up a lot more pressure than this one. And uh, But for general household use around the house, pressure washer is great. You can wash down the siding, the walls. Get rid of those spider webs. They don't, you know, the spider webs are very delicate, yet very strong. But under 1,500 psi, uh, you know, it just doesn't. They just don't last. They're gone. So there's whole bunch of things there. The decks can be washed. Uh, a great tool to have around the house, and uh, suggest everybody have one of those. Hey Bruce, any chance I can get you to do my car for me before you leave tomorrow? Absolutely none. Oh man, I got to do it myself. <laughs> if you want it done. Oh, man. Yeah, could you pressure wash the dog? She just stinks. She's been in hey, the there lake in a swamp. Good grief. Hey, Bruce, you want that You want that dog clean? Just hold it on the log right here. <laughs> poor, Honest, I won't hurt your fingers. Poor, poor puppy. She'll, uh, we won't have a problem with shedding anymore, that's for sure. I can't do that to Oreo. Okay, Cliff, we got one other thing to do today. And Cliff and I talked about this before we got on, on the broadcast here. And... We just cannot think of a turkey of the day. Now, I came up with a couple, but Cliff, 
just vetoed them because they weren't, you know, kind of cottage well, tech they're, they're, they're newspaper Darwin Awards. Yeah, I mean, really stupid people doing stupid things and they, that they deserve. But and and basically, that's what we're all about, Bruce, is stupid people doing stupid things. We yep. can't have other people outclassing us. Yeah, but we're, we're related more, as you point out, to the cottage, which, you know, I, I kind of stagger away from that. So um, we really didn't come up with anything that we could put down or anybody we could put down as tool of the day. And unless Cliff comes up with something really brilliant very quickly. Well, we could nominate the guy that sold you those gutter protector things saying well, that they would keep your gutters clean for the rest of your life. Well, they really filtered things out so only the good seeds got through. Yeah, they did. They filtered it out so only the really good quality soil got in there Absolutely. so that the seeds could germinate. Now, there was one, one, one person I could nominate, Cliff, as the tool of the day. And that person, when I was out driving the boat, and I mean, it could equally be me because I took my eyes off the road. When you're driving on the boat, you kind of give the person who is going in a general direction the right of way. And also, if you're coming towards each other, the person on the right has the right of way. Well, I had a skier behind me, and I was moving out there. uh, And this was uh, this guy we'll call Matt. And... I was taken out, and I was veering left around the island. It was very clear that I was going to go around the island, at least it was to me. There were some guys out on the tube, a guy taking uh, his kids out on the tube, and he was going across in front of us in an easterly direction. Now I was going south, but veering again east and going around the island. I turned around, which you shouldn't really do, and looking at Matt to see how he's doing. And Matt suddenly started waving frantically at me and pointing and waving and pointing. And I turned back around to the front where I should be focused and here this a-hole on this boat had cut straight across my path with a tube. He had, he had veered from his direction, which is due easterly, and did a almost 90-degree turn, turning south right in front of my boat. We were heading straight for him, and we were on a dead... Uh, there's no question we were having a collision, and poor Matt on the back of the skis was just going absolutely frantic. I don't know why he was worried. We would have hit the boat, and he would have stopped and sunk. He wouldn't have had a problem. We would have all been killed. Yeah, he had 30, he had th- we had 30 feet Yeah, on. he had 30 feet on us. There's no problem. So I had to immediately switch from a left-hand turn and crank the sucker right to avoid this idiot who crossed right in front of my path. I mean, if I hadn't hit that boat, if I hadn't, turned. I mean, I would either hit the boat or I would ran over the, his kids on the tube. So what kind of guy would go from one direction and turn right in front of an oncoming boat with his kids on the tube, as far as I'm concerned? Absolutely, no question. Well, you know, some people would say, I'm the turkey for taking my eyes off the road, as it were, and looking back on the skier, and I take some responsibility for that, because I did fly, and I, I take some responsibility. No, but totally, but the guy who changes his direction from a, an ongoing direction and turns 90 degrees in front of an oncoming boat, to me, Cliff, I'm sorry, no, that guy right, is the turkey of the day. Absolutely. And his, fortunately, his kids survived because I was able to take, eva- uh, take directional advantage of my steering wheel. Oh and, oh, and the best part of it? What's that? Matt didn't dump. Matt didn't dump through the whole thing, even though he was off on one side and I had a cranker onto his side. So... 
Shame we can't use his real name because, man, he's a good skier. Yeah, well, too bad I don't know who was in the other boat because I certainly use his real name. So, sir, whoever you were out there dragging your kids in front of my boat, you are the turkey, turkey of, of the, the day. day. Hey, Bruce, it's been great being up here again. Uh, we're going to be up here again real soon. It's time to get start getting uh, firewood laid in for the winter. Uh, yeah, the ongoing. Hey, it's nice that we actually started a little bit before the snow fell this year. Uh, so you think we're going to get firewood laid in? Oh, I hope so. Yeah, we got to try. I want to be up here a little more this winter than last winter when I broke my ankle and couldn't walk in. So. Yeah, no kidding. Last winter we didn't get up too often. And yet, for some reason, the woodshed's empty. I, I can't figure that out. I wasn't out all winter, and it's still the woodshed's empty. Yeah, I know. I think it's called a bonfire, Bruce. Yeah. Hey, anyway, uh, we'll see you next time up. Uh, stay out of trouble. And, uh, hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, hope you get to your cottage. And if you don't, come up to Six Mile Light. We're all waiting for you. Okay. Well, everybody, that's episode 11, Going Green, or so I thought. Uh, hey, it wasn't a green roof after all. It was uh, It was just Bruce hadn't cleaned the rain gutters. So, hey, we cleaned the rain gutters this week. Um, you know, hey, of course, we can't just go up there with a shovel and do it the usual way. we got to get the power tools out, so you got to light that pressure washer. Eh, if the roof was flat, it would have been easier, but maybe next time I'll take the wheels off the pressure washer, and that might be a little bit easier. Uh, but, hey, we got the job done. We got the rain gutters nice and clean and shiny, and now the water, she flows real good. Uh, speaking of water flowing, hey, we got to teach a newbie how to water ski. That was lots of fun. Still say I don't know where Matt was behind her when she finally got up on the skis, but oh, well, that's between her and Matt, and I'm sure they had a good time. She was certainly smiling when she finally got up. As for uh, other things on the lake, hey, Lightning Mike gets hit again. Uh, that's five times and counting lost count. I don't remember whether it's five or six, but Lightning Mike lives up to his name. Um, hey, maybe we should get him an aluminum paddle and Arnold Palmer and Nine Iron together. That would be lots of fun. Uh, so anyway, that's Lightning Mike. As for the tool of the day, well, you know, it's got to be the pressure washer. We had lots of fun on the roof, but the pressure washer was definitely the tool of the day. As for the turkey of the day, those brain-dead boaters hauling tubers around the lake. They got more money than brains, big expensive boats. They don't know how to drive them. And they, uh, it's as bad as the 401 in Toronto. I'd like to uh, extend a special thanks to Jeremiah Fleming of PodSafeAudio.com for the intro and the outro music. Thanks again, Jeremiah, for your charts. Uh, much appreciated. Like that jazz. Uh, everybody go check out uh, PodSafeAudio.com. Look up Jeremiah Fleming. He's got lots of other good tunes up there, and I'm sure you'll like his stuff. Anyway, f- uh, for us up at the cottage, I'm Cliff Robertson on behalf of Bruce Hansen. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you get to your cottage.